Well, what was that? Can you say it one more time? I said, can you hear me? Oh, okay. No, you forgot one part. You said, can you hear me? And then you start using a bunch of racial slurs. You said you said certain words like the C word and the S word and the P word for some reason. Can you reiterate what those words are? I don't know what C word is. No, I heard you say them, Fernie. I feel like you're trying to not take responsibility for your actions. No, I mean, I just want it to be perfectly clear. I, I just want you to say what you had said earlier, Fernie. I just want you to be perfectly clear with what you're trying to imply. Okay. Well, here's what I'm trying to apply. Jeff, right here, who's right next to me from HR, he's here you mean to your monitor. butt boy? Jeff here from your HR. Your butt boy? Call him is, butt boy Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, he's calling you a butt boy. What are you going to do about it, Jeff? Are you, are you going to write him up for once? Why does he look like Channing Tatum and this is the end? <laughs> what do they call him? Channing Tatum? Yeah, it's Channing Tatum. Oh, G.I. Joe's in love with me. So we're starting off this podcast on a good note. Um, God damn it. Freddie, you want to introduce us the official introduction, I guess? Hey, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And today we are reviewing, personally, one of my favorite football movies, The Replacements. Came out in 2000, starring Keanu Reeves. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't know about this movie until like maybe five years ago. I had never seen it. It was never on my radar. It was like a forgotten really? movie. It has it one of the a... best quotes ever. No, but it was like a forgotten movie. Like I had never heard about it. I watched it randomly on like TBS. I was like, this is good. So I uh-huh. found like the, the real version online, torrented it, watched the whole thing, and I cried laughing. Found the real there. version online, illegally downloaded it, <laughs> and then, you know. And sue me. Fucking pain. sue me. I dare them. Please don't. Uh, but that said, fuck, this movie. This this movie's like a knight's tale. Like it should not have worked, but it did. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Fucking one of the you're right, one of the best quotes ever. Um but also, I learned something, folks. Uh, y'all are going to learn something as we talk about this movie. This is based on a true story for any loosely, uh, but me. yeah, loosely, but yeah, yeah, loosely based on the nineteen eighty-seven, eighty-seven uh, Washington Redskins when the NFL went on strike. Like, and and uh, I, we're going to be talking about the movie mostly, but as far as the strike is concerned, Fernie, what's the name of the the thirty for thirty? um year of the scab dude i i watched it also to prep for this because i saw this movie maybe uh, like two weeks ago mm-hmm. um so i watched the the documentary and dude the shit that happened to these guys like oh yeah man. they got shafted bad but i mean you could look at it one of two ways one um the players unionizing isn't bad because they were fighting for what they felt was right and but you can't blame the replacement players because these guys have always had a dream of playing in the NFL. And if they have that dream available to them, who isn't going to take that dream? Um, one and when the in the documentary in the 30 for 30, one of the guys says the best, it's like, look, I'm pro union, but it's not like we were taking the jobs of a bunch of plumbers or construction workers. Like oh, this yeah. is the NFL. Like, this is a, yeah. a pro football sport. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and, it's all fair and love is war. Yeah. Um, all right, so the replacement's loosely based on the NFL strike. Movie starts off with, uh, obviously, the entire football league going on strike. The Washington Sentinels, which is a badass name the NFL should have stolen. Um, they go on strike. Uh, O'Neal calls the greatest coach, maybe the greatest coach in movie history, Gene Hackman, to assemble yeah. a team. Yep, he assembles this uh, team that he's had his eyes on for some reason, like always. <laughs> Kept tabs on them. Brings in uh, Keanu Reeves as quarterback. Uh, he was a famed college quarterback. Lost in the Sugar Bowl? I want to say that was the game he lost. Yeah, he got murdered, and then he got drafted, but apparently they put too much pressure on him. Like, yeah. His freshman year. Yeah, so he he washed out. He's, like, washing boats. Like, that's his job. Um, we have uh, Favreau, John Favreau, playing middle linebacker, Mike Linebacker. He plays an absolute insane cop. <laughs> knocks his shit out of everybody. Um, you give me the ball. I'm going to get you the ball. You're going to give me the ball. I want to give them all. All right, go sit down. And then they just stop. <laughs> and then we got one of the best, worst wide receivers ever in Orlando Jones. Oh, yeah, Orlando Jones. I think it was like four <laughs> years removed from uh, before he did a drumline and he plays the band director. That's right. Oh, my God. I couldn't place him. You're right. No, this is drumline. Uh... Also, an underrated movie that probably saved banned in schools you think so i think so that dude banned school uh, banned in school still sucks i still think if it oh because everyone wants to be the drum player right that's right yeah that's well, it right. came out right before we went into middle school that's right and i wanted to do percussion because of drum line i forgot you and i all the spots were taken. Dude, they didn't even let people try out for them. Like, once the spots were taken up, no, but here's a tuba. Oh, yeah. You had a tuba. What a fucking loser. I, dude, I tried to quit after my first year. My mom, my mom, I hate it. No, 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 no. I was going to quit. And then my mom made me stay because Hostetler talked her into it. Like, well, no, he should really try to commit. You know, he needs to learn. Fuck you, man. Didn't you I do didn't want to choir. Be there. Huh? Didn't you do choir? No. Oh. I did two with you, jackass. I think Shu did choir. Bullshit. I think he did the first, because uh, sixth grade, there was no wood shop. No. So you had to do either orchestra, uh, band, or choir. No. I think he did. I think he did <laughs> choir. Folks, we will confirm that at a later date. Um, Jesus, I did not know that. Okay. But so, yes, this movie, I didn't even know it came out in 2000. I thought it was a 90s movie. It feels like a 90s movie. Yeah, it has uh, that 90s feel. Um, shockingly, it was a box office bomb, but we'll get to that later. Um, really? Yeah, so the budget, according to this, was 50 mil, and it only grossed 50 mil at the box office. Mm. Um, I mean, I got to assume, including marketing expenses, they probably lost money on this one, but I mean... I think it. I think it's a cult. Has a cult following. I have to assume this is what a year after 
Uh, the Matrix? Nah, like what? Three years? No. Didn't the Matrix, Matrix come out in '97? I thought it came out in '97. Did it? Uh we're about to find out. Uh, the, the Matrix '99. I was wrong. '99. Yeah, this is one year removed from the Matrix. You thought I thought it would have a big, uh, a bigger uh, sell because of uh, because of Keanu and how good he was in the Matrix. I mean, maybe the just the thought of a movie about a bunch of replacement players was too weird of a concept. Maybe. I mean, it, whoever didn't watch this in theaters, though, is an asshole because this movie's pretty good. Um, so the coach, Jimmy, assembles this team of... Jimmy McGinty? Jimmy McGinty assembles this team of... Ragtag. Misfit. Washouts. Like, like nobodies that have no business being in a professional football team. Um, in theory, though, it's kind of brilliant. Like when he brings on the sumo guy as an offensive lineman. Yeah. Like makes sense. Pushing people around. See, I wonder if someone were to spend a stupid amount of money to assemble the best football team using non-American players. I wonder if they could beat an American football team. Uh, I mean, that's tough because it's not like basketball where basketball is a universal sport. It's, I mean, American football is pretty much isolated in the United States. Because how expensive it is to play and how like easy it is to die playing it. I'm I mean, not knocking it. playing any sport. I mean, come on. Football is a little... And I love football. I'm not trying to... No, I know. Football, but but like, the thing that I don't understand is why football gets so much flack when it's like, why aren't y'all doing this with boxing? They literally punch each other in the head, and they used to call it punch drunk. No, it was CTE. I forgot about that. I oh, mean, he's I, just a little punchy, you know. He's punch he's drunk. Fine. Man, you know, that's fair. I don't know why they don't come down on boxing as much. Maybe exactly. Football gets all his hate, but I guess it's because kids play it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. We all know the risks. Don't act like, what? Banging my head against another person's head isn't smart. Okay, I'm gonna call bullshit on one thing though. The fact that the NFL was saying like, oh, we didn't know about concussions were a thing. Well, so you're telling me I can take this hammer to your skull, hit you like five times, and you're gonna be fine. What trauma to the head's a bad thing. So concussions are bad. To be fair, everyone should know that banging your head against another person is probably <laughs> not the best thing for your brain. But don't have the balls to deny it. Like, okay, it's one thing for it to but be true. But everyone denied it. Everyone denied it. Even people that love the game, they denied it. Everyone then they're wants to stupid. Act, then they're everyone stupid. wants to act like, like banging or going full speed and tackling the shit out of somebody isn't going to hurt you in the long run. No, it is. You just, no one wants to say anything because everyone loves watching it. Yeah, um, I, no one wants know. to be the guy that ends the party. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, will the party, you know what? That's a topic for another day. Um, this way, was folks, back when football was football. <laughs> hit people. Okay, look, I agree with them protecting the players more, but like, okay, apparently they're considering um, revisiting a rule where you can't drop on a player. Like the thing that broke uh, Pollard's ankle, 
What? Why? Like, there's only so much control a defensive player can have when he hits somebody. Look, see, people like to rag on Brady, like if he was playing through <laughs> through this entire movement because Trent Dilfer came out on an interview saying, "I love Brady, I love Rodgers, but today's game doesn't impress me." You're acting like Brady didn't get drafted in the year 2000 and played pretty rough guys from 2000 to 2010. I'm going to be real with you, man. That 2000 to 2010 is nothing to joke about, but it ain't the 70s. It isn't the 70s, but it also, those 70s players wouldn't last today. It's evolution. The game's faster. JJ Watt, you put JJ a prime JJ Watt in the seventies. He's murdering quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Players, granted, they're pampered a lot compared to the seventies players. Today's players are genetically built <laughs> different than those seventies <laughs> players. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. Linemen. Offensive linemen are running four sixes, four sevens. <laughs> I don't think other one of us could do that right now. No. These guys <laughs> are weighing 300 pounds, running four, almost four eights in a 40-yard dash. Those 70s players wouldn't last today. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, oh God, I would. But they act like. They act like like it was so like tough. Oh, I'm sorry we implemented a rule that the defensive back can't beat the shit out of the receiver at the line of scrimmage and keep him there. Sorry. <laughs> sorry we made a five yard rule. My bad. <laughs> oh, oh you can't decapitate the quarterback either. No. <laughs> Don't slam him. <laughs> Oh my! We should, uh. <laughs> Those '70s players can eat shit. <laughs> oh god, I God, I don't know. The See, only players I think can last now mm -hmm. were the '90s players. Well, yeah, but again, that that's going to what you were saying about evolution. They were closer to the speed now. Yeah, but we look at the game probably in like 2040. Those '90s players ain't going to be shit. Yeah, but yes, back to the movie. We're getting way off topic. So as you um, can tell, Fernie likes football. As you can tell, um, this is this was your. The, a lot of these times, these are movies that you've never seen or religiously watched. What did you think about this movie? I fucking loved it. Like from from the beginning onward. Like uh, Keanu Reeves is such a likable guy, such a likable character. This movie doesn't work if he's not likable. Like, I think he has a very good talent of kind of meshing himself into roles it's well, not like, really it's not really something that you see like that he does a bad like job at assimilating to a role well it's like tom he has the tom hanks effect like you just like the guy and any character he yeah. takes on is just a different version of here we have football keanu reeves then yeah. we have gun assassin keanu reeves and then we have jesus keanu reeves like then we have uh bill and ted keanu reeves we have Evil Ninja Keanu Reeves. That's a, one most. We have Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves in that Netflix movie. Oh yeah, 
my maybe or yeah like be that, maybe. Uh, always be my maybe yeah I, you know for rom-coms it's actually pretty decent yeah. um i never saw it i just saw that one part where kika walks out it turns out the girl's dating him and i'm like dude you lost just walk away yeah you 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 will not beat keanu reeves i'm sorry they, there's no version of this where you win um, and then they even made a song what do you mean there's a song i kick i kick keanu reeves ass what it's on spotify it's from the movie it I plays to, at the end of the movie i have to listen i've never seen that movie you should watch it it's actually a pretty decent rom-com see uh, rom-coms are so hard to see find nowadays oh if it's a good one i'll watch it it's just dude nowadays all the rom-coms are just like take two attractive people boom make a comedy it's like no yeah. they gotta have chemistry they gotta work they gotta be good yeah i watched how to lose a guy in 10 days for the first time Fucking hilarious it still yeah. hits mcconaughey was king of uh rom-coms but the thing is is like they gelled like it worked it was such a weird premise but it worked yeah. nowadays fucking what the kissing booth come on man oh that fucking movie's trash darian loves it i think it's garbage see i want to be clear nikki and her friends like i we were all hung, hanging out they watched it and i legit fell asleep maybe like 20 minutes in and then when i woke up i was just shit talking the whole time why do they just start laughing in the middle of a scene to transition like i remember <laughs> and then boom to the next scene like for no fucking reason mm -hmm. uh, wait let's talk about good movie so like the replacements exactly so like dude this movie was fucking out of nowhere but it was so good all the characters are like well they all have such distinct personalities you got the i'm not i don't want to call them the doubleman twins but let's be real doubleman twins uh the Who, who's that Eddie? i'm let me find them real quick give me one second no here. why do you call them that because they look like best friends no they, they look i don't think that's why <laughs> they're offensive and that you're calling them this offensive guard and wait hold on, hold on let me see <laughs> shut the fuck up Brady. <laughs> one of them is phase love i could tell you that right now i'm trying to follow phase love and michael yeah he's the guard okay michael telly pero 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 i can't uh, pronounce it i just but know face love but either way uh the guards like those those two guys are fucking hilarious like in the middle of the club man we want to watch this guy football i'm a son bitch i'm a son bitch oh bah, bah. <laughs> oh man wait but football football we're gonna football. play some football football, football. football. Yeah. oh man no flip my man flip my quarterback's car back over <laughs> what's going um oh put some iodine on that shit. what was it but yeah all this shit was pretty true like you know how they were like picketing in front of like the stadium uh while the replacement players arrived yeah, yeah they, the actual nfl players are doing that oh they're they breaking windows they're they were throwing the shit at uh at the bus like, oh yeah no they they're were, fucking that them. did happen um no and then they're trying to assemble this random ass team of and again it's weird because it kind of makes sense like the kicker for example he's a he's a soccer player from england i'm wary <laughs> i'm wiry wire wiry um then we have what uh offensive tackle ace yum yo nami the, the the sumo wrestler the sumo wrestler Dude, the deaf tight end the de oh that's right David Neiman 
from uh the office oh my god he's oh my god i did not recognize him yeah back when he was skinny and you know not fat not a drunk yeah that's not fair it kind of is though uh let me see oh my god troy winfers he plays uh the running back the ordained minister yeah doesn't he like break his leg or something in the last game yeah oh that's right he tears his knee up yeah not a bad way to go out huh yeah yeah he tears his knee oh man that's gotta suck who's Who's the one that went to jail? Oh, fun fact. Apparently, well, for I don't know if you want to say the fun fact. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, in the actual story of the 1987 Redskins replacement players, uh, in the movie, there is a safety. I think they call him, like, John Smith on the field. Ray Smith. Yeah. At Ray Smith. And um, he's a prisoner. Like, they let him out of prison to play football. And in real life, it wasn't a safety it was the quarterback a black quarterback can't remember the name though oh god taylor i want to say his name but i might be wrong see. uh da, da, da. washington redskins offseason roster uh tony robinson ed uh ed rubert i think no. No, it was Tony Robinson. Oh, yeah, Tony Robinson. Uh, they let him out of jail uh, to play for the Redskins. Um, and in that story, like this one, uh, when the the two sides had already made peace and they played their last game, he went back to prison to go uh, finish his sentence. Four years and ten months. Yep. Jesus. Um, Imagine going back to prison... And watching the team that you played for win the Super Bowl? I I mean, he even says in the documentary, he was the only one placing bets on the Redskins to win. And when the Redskins won, he said everyone was mighty quiet that night. And he was happy and proud. Um, Mm -hmm. Man, I cannot imagine that. Jesus, three weeks, three very short weeks of playing professional football. I can't. can't And then having to go back and... To prison, not even to a normal job. To no, prison, prison. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean uh, that's that is the crazy thing about this story. Um, and even the movie, like the movie itself, like does bring a lot of humor to it. Like when they bring him into the stadium, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, he releases him. They release him to the coach, and he's like, uh, "Let's <laughs> uh, let's go this way where there's a." um so after practice the team struggles against uh detroit team uh the replacements and they'll be get their asses what they lose uh fall short by one touchdown uh the coach gives flacco shit saying uh great quote winners always want the ball when the game's on the line uh afterwards you know the whole team's at a bar kind of licking their wounds the douchebag professional players show up. They get into a brawl, and it's a big team building exercise. Oh yeah, probably the best use of the song "I Will Survive" and Definitely. the best dance number too. "I Will Survive" in a prison. I well, I worked in a prison. I wouldn't say that. No one danced "I Will Survive" in prison. No, they they did actually. There was a cheer team. 
Uh, and so block. No, I'm pod uh, G pod here at Lopez. They had a dance team. They weren't very good, but man, that they tried their best. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Shane, I, I think like at that point, the fact that Shane was willing to stand up for his teammates or his teammates. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. You're petrified. I can never live without you by my side. And they start dancing. Yeah. I will say it's right. I think I'm surprised that dance number isn't mimicked more. I think if this movie were to come out today, it would definitely be a meme. Like there'd be TikToks all over about it. I'm surprised it's not a fucking touchdown celebration. Oh well, the No Fun League won't let them. No, yeah, they do. Remember when they lightened the load on uh, touchdown celebrations? Have they, man? I don't remember yes. the last time I saw a good one. Well, I mean, because to us they're not good, but they've done. They're doing dances. They've done choreographed shit in the end zone like the past two or three years. Huh? I gotta notice that. That or maybe they don't cut to it. I always wanted to do the gun one. Oh yeah, you can't do that one anymore. <laughs> I mean, it was that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for feeling the vibe, Eddie. You're welcome. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> um, so the the day after they get out of jail and camaraderie has been established, Shane is clearly the leader. There's actually a big, uh, let's say, emotional moment, but kind of like a realization. Um, they have, I guess, they call it chalk talk, whatever. Um, Gene Hackman assembles the team and asks, what are you afraid of? And they give out. Oh, yeah. The the quicksand. Yeah. The quicksand one. Yeah. Um, And, you know, know, you're afraid no matter what you do, you're going to drown and drown and drown. Afraid of going back to the lumber yard, the, you know, the corner store, prison. Amen. The the boat, the boat yard. Yeah. Yeah. and he, he gives a really, I never really thought about it until I saw it. I was like, that's actually interesting. Um, Gene tells him, you've been given something every athlete dreams of. A second, a second chance. chance. And you're afraid to blow it. Um, and for any, I mean, you as a former uh, student athlete, much more than me, uh, you actually played four years of football. Mm-hmm. Um would you agree, like, if you could go back, restart your ninth grade with all the knowledge you have now, would you do it again? Uh, I mean, with all the knowledge I had now, I mean, I would try. I mean, if I could, like, knowing what I know about nutrition, exercise, everything like that, I mean, yeah, I would. I think everyone, anyone would give it a shot. Because back then, it was pretty much Wild Wild West. You just did whatever the coaches told you, and you trusted their knowledge. Mm. Wait, do you feel like you were misled when you were in high school or what? Uh, not misled. I think it was lacking information. I mean, when they taught us to exercise, it was like the bare minimum. It wasn't really in-depth. I mean, or recovery. Like, recovery was hardly a thing. They would have us come in on Saturdays after games to lift. I remember... That's right. You had ten. Y'all had what eight AM workouts the following yeah. day. Yeah, on Saturday mornings after games, we would come in to lift. They said it was light lifting, but it's like most of us were banged up or tired, and you had us come in and fucking lift. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck are we supposed to recover? 
I wonder if that's more of a paycheck thing because don't don't they get paid extra for showing up on Saturdays? I have no clue. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but anyway, so next game they're able to bullshit their way into a win with a sixty-five yard field goal by the by their Welsh kicker. The leg. The leg. He's smoking on the field, and Matt, John Madden says, "I think he's smoking." Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot John Madden was in this movie. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, um, and his partner. Yeah, they were in the movie. Um, yeah, uh, they. How many games did they win? They won. They played four games. They had to win three. Oh yeah, and they win the three, uh, yeah. which is how it played out in real life. Um, the replacement players lost one game, and they won three. And um, they don't ever say what happens at the end of this movie. Um, But in the actual story, after they win the three games, uh, the actual players come back. They win out the rest of the season. And then they go to the playoffs and win in the Super Bowl. It is very largely speculated that if those replacement players didn't win those games... They probably wouldn't have gone to the Super Bowl or the playoffs. No, they pretty much set them up to for success. Well, also yeah. in, in the documentary, they even mentioned how the Washington team was really beat up. So getting off for a month, you know, the team really recovered and they were yeah. healthier than most other NFL teams going to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, uh, this movie, um, after they go on a two game winning streak, the quarterback of the Washington Sentinels uh, decides to come back, which thus leaves Falco out of a job. And it's really a dumb decision by the owner who's like, That's Jerry Jones. Like, let me put the guy that everyone thinks is a dill hole with the guys that hate him. Look, man. I I I I recognize I'm a Cowboys fan, diehard Cowboys fan. That dipshit was Jerry Jones, sticking his nose, overexerting his power. Oh yeah, Am yeah, because that was just really dumb. Getting rid of the hot hand. No one ever gets rid of the hot hand quarterback ever. When the quarterback is hot, you don't take him off the fire. The only time, the only time that ever that I can think of ever worked is when Brock Osweiler got benched for Peyton Manning, which I don't think he should have. And they still won the Super Bowl. That's right. Manning got beat up that year, right? That was his Manning was trash garbage that year. No, he got his defense carried him to the Super Bowl and won yeah. that game. I, I was if happy for him. He walked away with the ring. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for the defense, he would have fucking been trash. Like that would have been the conversation. No one ever talks about how shitty Peyton Manning was that last year. No, they only talk about Matt. Matt, for all the elevation that Manning and Rogers get, they only got three rings between them. Yeah, and Brady's got six. Oh seven, seven rings. Oh my God! Yes, he's the goat. Jesus Christ! Look, no, some... well, I'm not saying that to say he's the goat. I'm just saying like people love to throw Aaron Rodgers into the goat conversation. While I'm like, 
Has he proved anything? He's been with the same team. He's supposedly the leader of that team, and yet he's choked in big moments. You know, um, I was a skip, not skip, maybe it was Skip Bayless. I, I think it was him that said this. Uh, when they were asking him about his contract extension with the Packers or like what he thinks he can do. And he said, I think I've got one or two more MVP runs in me. He didn't oh, talk yeah. about Super Bowls. It was, it was out of context because they were asking him about MVPs. Like Gronk had asked him about MVPs. Oh, okay. I was under the impression they had asked him like about possible team accomplishments. And he was like, I think I got another MVP or two in me. No, they had asked him. To be fair, they did ask him that. So I will... I will give him that. Like that is one of those sound bites that you kind of take out of huh. context. Okay, I learned something, folks. In case so you can't I'll, tell, Fernie knows more. But yeah, like it. Back to the movie. Yeah, like you never take the quarterback who's hot out of the game. So they take out Falco. They put in this dipshit that no one likes. And he just kind of shits all over him because he's like, I'm a professional player, blah, 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 blah. You have to defend me, blah, 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 blah. And it ends up not working out for him at all. <laughs> no, well, they play the Dallas game and they get the shit kicked out of him. They're down 17 nothing at the half. And Martel, in the movie, the Dallas team, I think, had already gotten all their players back. Yeah, they said most of the players are already across the picket line. Yeah. So they're playing a fully strength pro Dallas team at this point in the movie. And yeah, they're getting they're getting their ass whooped because their quarterback sucks. They have no team unity without Falco. Um and Falco's what? He's listening to the game, right? He's watching the game on his boat. It's a sick boat. And uh, who doesn't want to live on the ocean? Not me, motherfucker. Not me. Hurricanes, <laughs> sharks, piranhas. So, <laughs> so yeah, Falco's <laughs> watching the game and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. And he takes his truck. He drives over to the stadium. I'm pretty sure the security guards see him and are like, and are like just get in. Dude, we need you. You know, I think that's the only thing of this movie that bugged me the whole time. Not like a hardcore bug, just mean like being like bullshit. It's a 15-minute break. How the fuck did he get from his boat all the way to the stadium, get dressed, get ready, and go in out there DC? in 15 minutes? Yeah, that's the only time I'm going to call bullshit in this whole film of replacement players. How the fuck did you get there so fast? Because they even show he sees the, the, the interview. Dude, he's fucking neo man he flew there that would explain a lot actually what if all of his counter reeves movies are just neo having a different adventure yeah maybe it is <laughs> oh man are we so, in the yeah he gets there the quarterback at this point had just pulled a bullshit move of like he really they had like a minute left and like i think he kneeled and no he he, he uh slid i think Oh, yeah, he slid. He burned out the clock. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? We're down. We had like a minute left, and you're sliding. It's like, yeah, like he burns the team. The team wants to kill him at this point. And yeah. um, so they go into the locker room. Falco shows up. They kick his ass out of there, and then Falco's back in the game. 
Yeah. And uh, they fucking rally. They come back uh, by with 14 points. Dallas doesn't score anything. Well, let's talk about the first play when he comes back. I'm trying to remember that. What's the first play when he comes back? When they beat the shit out of every Dallas player on the field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot about that to reestablish dominance. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> fuck this. First play. We're just beating the fuck out of everybody here. <laughs> so first play, Hunt, linemen go after linemen. Falco, I think, drop kicks the linebacker. <laughs> Off the fucking wall, but great. But yeah, like everyone kicks a shot. Everybody just kind of pretty much say, like, we're back. <laughs> great scene. I love that scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> um. Remind me, doesn't so okay. I know the um, I know the pastor scores a touchdown. Doesn't John Favreau go on offense for a bit? Uh, I think he, yeah, he does. He escorts um, Ray, Ray Smith. Yeah. yeah, he's like, come on, man, he's going to jail. <laughs> he escorts him to a touchdown. Yeah, they become buddies. Yeah, I, I like that. I like those little moments. Yeah, um black but, and white coming together. I have no joke for that that I can say on this air, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, but you make these joke all the time, Eddie. With your you with your friends with the funny white hoods. Hey, Fernie, you see this cub? Take a shut the fuck up. All right. You're done. Now is that a white only cup? I fucking hate you. <laughs> My last name is Luna, you piece of shit. <laughs> um that said, we come down to the last drive of the game. Fuck you. We come down to the last drive of the game. Falco calls for a deep pass. Gives oh, the greatest quote ever. Wait, wait, wait. No. You guys are tired. I, I know like this is time for something inspirational, but that wouldn't be our style. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Gentlemen, it's been an honor to feel to share the field of battle. Oh, right? like uh, you fucking corny bitch! But <laughs> God, is that a great scene? <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite barstool shirts that they have. I man, I need to order that, and I want to order a Shane Falco jersey, like a legit like Washington Sentinels jersey. They sell them. No, it's on my it's on my to buy list, but there's um, also a but, bunch of Legos on there. Still has a shirt with the uh, number 16 Falco on the back, and in the front it says, uh, Pain heals, chicks stick scars, glory lasts forever. Oh, yeah, I want that as a workout shirt. But one of my favorite scenes also comes before that speech. Um, they're gonna go for the extra point, and I believe this is when Nigel just straight up says, like, I can't do oh, it. Oh, yeah, so Nigel has a bit of a gambling problem. Uh, he Fucking pissed away all his money, and now the the loan sharks are like, "You're gonna fucking lose this game, or we're gonna break your legs and steal your pub." So Falco gets put in the worst predicament ever, and he's kind of like, "Well, fuck! Now I have to save this guy, and I'm the <laughs> fucking holder for the ball." So on the on the flash. When they hike that ball, he grabs it. He has it set like if they're going to kick it. He pulls it out. Uh, Nigel goes to the kick, 
I think he breaks his arm falling down. I thought he broke his leg. Like when he like no, he broke his arm. He broke his arm. Oh, okay, I'll take that. I think he fell on his arm, broke his arm, and Falco gets a two point conversion. That's right. And uh, I love the fact that Falco doesn't give him any shit for it. Like Falco doesn't get mad. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's just like, hey Shane, thank you for everything. No problem. Like, yeah, like like, he was good dude. He was just like, whatever, man. If I can help you, I'm gonna help you out. Good dude. Um, but the, yeah, for some reason that resonated just how like forgiving Falco was. But anyway, so we get to the last play. Um, doesn't Shane score and then they have to call it back due to holding or something? Yes, they get a holding call. It's a uh, a big man, uh, sumo, which is the most Dallas Cowboy thing that could ever happen. Oh, we scored! Ah, fuck! Flag on the play. Pull back the touchdown. But this happened in Washington. Dallas is I- the bad team, Eddie. You and I both know what I mean by that fucking Dallas Cowboys. Um, but they get a second shot at this play with deaf tight end Brian Murphy going in for the game-winning touchdown as time is expiring. Uh-huh. And tell me you're not juiced and jacked like when this like last play is going on. Like, I'm standing. Yeah, I mean, you're fucking jacked watching it because, like, everyone loves a feel-good uh like a feel good movie i think too many movies nowadays try to do the twist where like oh surprise they lost in the end but they learned the lessons like no sometimes we want to win sometimes the good guys need to win yeah like i mean at this point it it just it's a feel good movie i i don't remember the final score though what was the do you remember the final score I think it wasn't it twenty one to seventeen or twenty to seventeen. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, um, uh, the real life story, the game ends uh thirteen to seven. Redskins upset the Cowboys, and it plays out pretty much the same way. Cowboys are pretty much at full strength, playing the replacement player Redskins, <clears throat> and the Redskins pull up the upset. No idea how, but they did. And this was back when they had like. Randy White, like it was a stacked Dallas team. This was, I think, just before they really started working on the dynasty. But I think they had a losing gear that year. It was uh, Tom Landry got fired, I think, that year or the year after. No, he got fired in '89. Okay, so it was his last winning season then. I think so. Uh, well, not all the way, goddamn Landry. Um, but yeah, the replacements win, the Sentinels win, and then. Uh, we get like all these beautiful moments of them, like the players with their friends, you know, the, Shane Falco gets the girl, the cheerleader, you know, I all think, this nice stuff. I think the most interesting part is just like how it ends with this uncertainty. Like all these players are just like, well, that could, that could be it. That could be my last game. And that's just how it ends. Like it doesn't end with any like bullshit, uh, like, uh, they uh the this player went on to go play for this team or nothing like it just ends with, I mean that was it, they live this one moment and it's gone. Yeah, there's something bitter, but also something I really like about that because it's realistic. Like yeah, it, that's how it happens. Um, 
McGinney gives gives the the narrative about you know uh, no endorsement deals for soda pop or shoes, just uh what? Which no one calls it soda pop. What actually, actually, my friends in the north it's, do. Yeah, isn't it like Midwestern people that call it pop? Yeah, some belt state people. Oh, we're from Minnesota. We call it pop. We drink a nice cold pop. Shut up with your stupid accent. Damn, Fernie. You got personal there. Is something you want to say? We're from Minnesota, don't you know? <laughs> I want to know the story. Or that this. stupid Wisconsin asket, uh, accent. Oh, I don't know. I always think of making a murder. I just want to go to WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Jesus, Fernie. Why do you remember the most obscure shit? I don't know. I have a very odd memory because I remember just obscure things, even from my childhood. Do, do you want to unpack that right now? Nah. Fair. <laughs> um, and then the, the movie ends with them dancing to I Will Survive. Yeah. Still a great fucking movie, man. Like all the way through, just a great movie. Yeah, and comparing it to real life, I mean, the real life story is a little bit more sad because uh, the replacement players aren't given jack shit recognition by the team, by anybody. At the time, they couldn't give a shit who these people were. Um, When the Redskins won the Super Bowl, they completely ignored them. They were like, whatever, you won three games, cool deal. And they were just like, that's it. It wasn't until May or March 2018 that the Washington Redskins, the shit we call them Redskins around here, not Commanders. They're the Washington Redskins. Uh, they finally recognized them and gave them Super Bowl rings. The Washington Shitskins? Hey, what you call natives is your own deal, Eddie. Fuck Don't you, bring you. that here. Eat a dick. You know exactly what I mean. You set yourself up for that one. No, I'm not. <laughs> they murdered Denver. 42 to 10. Jesus. Yeah. God damn. That was a thrashing. Wow. Okay. Well, all right then. Jeez. Yeah, that was one of John Elway's like three losses in the Super Bowl. Didn't he lose four times? No, he lost three and won twice. Are you, wasn't he involved in the Fort Falls of Buffalo? No, that was Jim Kelly. Oh, fair enough. Oh, Dumbass. that's right. He was he was in the USFL, right? Yeah. Kelly. Okay, that's right. Look, folks, just so we're all clear, Fernie's a big football historian. I think I got wrestling. But Fernie like knows everything about football. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so great movie ending. Never had a sequel. I was kind of shocked, but kind of happy. I don't think it needed a sequel. I think, like, it didn't need a sequel. Would I have liked one? Sure. But also, I think this movie is great as a standalone. I think so. Like, how do you make a sequel to this? Maybe, I don't know. Falco's a coach? Dude, I. you know what's crazy? I think, I think football movies are... And you could call me biased, it's fine, it's whatever. I think football movies are probably one of the 
most entertaining movies to film? Oh yeah, because the crowd. Like, like you have so much going on. No, I think it's all all that, and then also like the the choreography, things like that. I think it's a lot better to film those because, like, let's say you film a basketball movie. If those actors can't play basketball, then you're gonna have a fucking hard time playing that mo- doing that movie, or like even hockey. Like for me, hockey. One my favorite hockey movie is Miracle. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. It's it's I think that movie got me into hockey when it came out. I've never seen Miracle. What the fuck? I've never seen Miracle. I just started looking up best football movies, and I'm like, I've seen a lot of these, but some of them I haven't seen any given Sunday. I've seen Friday What Night the Nights. fuck? <laughs> I know that. Hold on, tell me. I know I'm going the- to. <laughs> I know the speech from Al Pacino. I know that speech. But, like, I okay. I don't care if you know that speech. I've seen Rudy. I've seen Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights. Uh, we are Marshall. I think we are Marshall's overrated. It, it, it's not even rated, dude. No one really likes that movie. That's right. The number six best football movie ever made. By who? Rotten Tomatoes. You're going to trust Rotten Tomatoes. I just go. I literally just typed into Google best football movies. Fucking the longest yard. It's a heartwarming story about a school trying to get back to normal after a terrible tragedy. But football movie? Nah. Fair. Uh, Any given Sunday, Varsity Blues. Dude, Varsity Blues was insane. Varsity Blues is just fun. But no, it's not it's, realistic. It's just fun. Varsity Blues was supposed to be Friday Night Lights. What happened? Uh, they couldn't get the rights to it. Oh, so they just made Varsity Blues. They just yeah. called it Varsity Blues. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I kind of hated Varsity Blues. I don't want your life. Dude, the coach, Bud, uh, was it John Vaught? John Voight. John Voight. I'm sorry. Like, I hated his guts. Everyone hated him. He did a good job of being a hated coach. But, like, that felt realistic. The fact that I'm not saying all coaches are like this. You stay out of this, Billy Bob. No, not all coaches are like this. I'll be very clear. But there are coaches. You mean that... psychos that are making you take steroids in the middle of a game? Yes. There are coaches that, like, use and abuse you. And then second season's over. All right, I'm done with you. Next oh, wait, batch no, of children. Steroids. It was painkillers. But it was quarter all, no? It was a quarter all it... shot? I don't know. It no, it's worse than that, dude. Because they're just numbing that shit. Fuck. Because uh, uh, the quarterback, uh, Paul Walker's character, had like every ligament in his elbow was torn, <laughs> or his leg, his knee. Every like ligament in his knee was torn. They were just numbing that shit up. What's it called man? Varsity blues. The thing is, though, and maybe it's because we're here that we can't really relate 100% to it, but it feels realistic in a small town that they would be like this. Like, football is everything. That's the highlight of your life. Once you're done with high school, your life's over. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of the story about how Friday Night Lights got made. Uh, Peter Berg, the director, uh, took them to a Odessa Permian football game, the, the executives. Mm-hmm. And like pretty much just to like show them like 
what they're trying to accomplish like with the atmosphere of this movie. And he said like by the end of the game, they were on the field. They were uh one of the executives was like hugging the cheerleaders, like, oh my god, like, cause it was like a crazy shootout game. And like the some some of them were like on their hands and knees, just like watching, like going nuts, like because it is such an addicting feeling being a part of those crowds. I mean, we felt it going to the Royal Rumble. You're not wrong. I to be fair, because I don't think you've gone with people that like wrestling as much as you do no no so it was way different because me and you were yelling at the top of our lungs just being dorks (laughs) but everyone was being dorks that's the environment that's 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 where you're at so like it's that's why i love football movies because like it is just like uh people being dorks together do you think it also matters to you a little more because you can relate because you've experienced it that's why i said like i could be biased like you could say i'm biased um but i do think from like a filming standpoint i think football movies are probably the easiest sport to film because you have helmets you can easily have a stunt double in there like it's i think football movies are a little bit easier to film as opposed to um like soccer or basketball or baseball, because if you're not good at those sports, they're going to have to go to these weird cuts and things like that. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Man. You got, you have a fair point. Um, and I think with that, do you want to go into final thoughts for this movie? Sure. Uh, for me, final thoughts. This is definitely one of the best sports movies, not just football movies. I think sports movies, um, even though it never got the love it deserved when it first came out, I think this movie became a cult classic because, I mean, that was just a special thing about uh, the 2000s to like 20 early 2010s was that, yeah, maybe a movie didn't make its budget at the movie theater, but if it got on DVD and word of mouth, it made its budget. You're not wrong. You're like, not- there was always that, okay, we didn't make it at the movie theater, but if we can get a strong rental market, rental market, fuck, that's not even a thing anymore. <laughs> like, no one thinks about, oh, man, I hope we make our money back on Redbox. No. not Like, man. no, like, if a movie can make its budget at, a blockbuster or the mom and pop video stores they were like fuck yeah it's a way it was possible i forgot a lot of movies like had sequels done because of the popularity of them being on rental yeah that, that's one of the way the hocus pocus actually got huge uh i remember when i was doing research for that movie dude the rentals for it were fucking nuts and the dvd the yeah. vhs sales were nuts yeah rental markets were a thing like if a movie can make it big at Blockbuster or the mom and pop stores. Like, that's how you made money. Golden. Right. Like, uh, Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy was awesome. Oh, my God, dude. That one, I think, is definitely one of the top 10 rental, like, miracles. Because I don't think it made its budget in theaters. Fuck no. But when it went to DVD and rental, it... 
shot to the top because of that money. Dude, I forgot about Grandma's Boy. I love Grandma's Boy. That's my favorite movie. Oh, I fucking love this girl. Oh, my God. I just remember the, the grandma whooping the other guy's ass at the very end to prove that it's his game. It's oh. so cold when you're dead. Oh, fuck, Sophie. I'm sorry. I would have saved you <laughs> if I was here, Sophie. I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me. Gotcha. Oh, fuck, grandma. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I forgot but yeah, I'm pretty sure this movie had a strong rental uh, following. Like, I think this movie did. Well, also, I think people like you and me, our age, like, look back at it with fond memories. Like, it's it's just a stupid, fun movie. It's like a Night's Tale. Oh, yeah. If you find your audience, people are going to like it. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this one? For me, this movie... Uh, I, I'd give it, fuck dude, I'd give it four and a half. It's just so rewatchable. Like you're able to just sit down. It's one of the, it's a good background noise movie. Yeah. Because here's a, here's a fucking category. It's a good cable movie because it could just be on <laughs> and you could be like, oh, it's this part. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> you're right it, it's one of those movies that uh kids if in case you don't know uh we had something called cable and it, you yeah. had like if you were lucky 70 channels if you were lucky and you could flick through them to try and watch something that you like um and, a and cable this movie, movie was on like tnt or tbs and you could pretty much watch it at any point and you wouldn't be dissatisfied you know, you want to hear something nuts? For as long as I saw this movie, I never saw the beginning of this film for like a really long time. I'm remembering now, I did see it on cable earlier than five years ago. I probably watched it like in 2010, but I never saw the beginning. I always started watching it right when the harassing Falco is struck. Oh, yeah. So you missed like the part where he's underwater throwing a football. Yeah. It's his own football, by the way. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's from his trophy. Yeah, I was like, son of a bitch, why do you keep it? But all right. Like, way to fucking litter the ocean, asshole. <laughs> way to get rid of some memorabilia, you piece of shit. Wait, yeah, did he, he win the Heisman? Dick. Huh? Did he win the Heisman? I don't think it was a Heisman. I think it was a finalist, but uh, it wasn't the Heisman because that's not the Heisman trophy. Mm, fair. Um, the Heisman trophy is the fucking dude running. Oh, it's the stiff arm guy, right? Yeah. Mm, okay, about that. Okay. What would you rate this movie? Because you're the one that's like, a. for some fucking reason, you don't watch these movies or never have. A. A. Fucking A. Like, this, like a great movie that I probably rewatch it once or twice a year. Like, randomly. I think the rewatchability just puts it in that fucking A category. Well, because, like, dude, the comedy hits. Like, it's never mean-spirited. It's just funny. Like, it, it's yeah. funny. There's not really a lot of... Uh, uh what's it called questionable comedy in this in this movie like you know the comedy where you have to be like oh, come on dude it was the 2000s it was Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah no it's not one of those thankfully you have to explain nothing to nobody like uh like hangover oh, <laughs> that God. opening scene where they pick up the, the friend <laughs> oh, aging doctor somebody well what do you call him 
I don't know. I think I, I can't remember the word. <laughs> it sounds like you said somebody. What, what, what was the word, Freddie? Come on, I think he remember. said somebody. No, no, that's not that, Freddie. You oh, remember. you're sure about it. What did he say then? No, you know he said something else. No, I don't know. It's, it looks <laughs> like you know what he says. <laughs> he said, paging Dr. What was his name? John? Paging Dr. John. Oh, well, yeah. I guess he paged Dr. John. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I had no workaround about that at all. Um, but yeah. We should fucking do Any Given Sunday. You want to do that one next? Yes. Fuck it. Any Given Sunday, we'll do that one next. Uh, this is going to be our Super Bowl episode. We'll do XFL episode, Any Given Sunday. Yeah. Done. We'll do it Any Given Sunday because for me, it's definitely over the top, but it's not too far off of like what the NFL is as a business. What's it called? Um, I wonder if the if real like professional football players ever watch these movies and they're just like, I wish it was like that. Oh, I'm but, sure. Like, oh. I'm sure it's like that. I'm pretty sure boxers watch fighting movies and like that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> he he was dropping his arms. He he's not like doing this or that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that everyone will watch. Every fighter watched Rocky and was like, this is really dumb. Why is he just letting him beat the shit out of him? He's concussed. Stop like, the fight. His, why are his hands down? <laughs> Cut me, man. Cut me. I don't think that's how that works. Or why did Rocky come back from Rocky 4? He came back to America and his son suddenly aged five years. And he can draw. And he could draw boobs. That that was I was like, what the fuck? Okay, I guess he's, he's hey, good well, we got we got him over here drawing boobs. Oh, What's God. he doing? Is he whacking his arms? Is he doing that to the boobs? Ugh. Oh shit, Creed's coming out. I forgot about that. Yep, Creed three. Dude, John the Major's gonna beat the shit out of Ant Man and Creed in the same like three weeks. I hope it's good. Creed three? I hope it is. I think so. I think it'll be great. I'm just hoping that Donis gets his ass whooped in the fucking Rockies actually training uh, his ex-buddy. What the fuck? I thought Rocky was out of this. <laughs> I trained him because the only way you're going to get better is if you overcome something bigger than yourself. Me. <laughs> oh, God. I wouldn't want to fight Jonathan Majors. I don't know if you want to. I fucking don't. Fuck no, dude. He looks jacked as shit. Dude. Oh, my God. And, and imagine poor, at poor Paul Rudd getting the shit beat out of him. Oh, yeah. Hey, I don't have to win. I just have to make sure you lose. Yeah. That's a that's a legit quote, though. That's a quote yeah. I want on a shirt somewhere. Ah. It's, it's the old, I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just have to be faster than you. <laughs> Oh man, I really okay. Like I, I know review is supposed to be. Let's over. end this movie. Let's end this review. All right, real quick question: Do you think Adman's gonna die in the movie, or do you think he's gonna like continue on? I don't know, dude. It could, he could die. That is a big possibility. Ah, uh, no, I think he'll die in an Avengers film. We'll see. I'll be pissed if he dies in the movie. But all right, all right. we're gonna wrap up this review. The pod. All right. Thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. This is. Your review for The Replacements. This was Fernando. I've been Eddie. And let's cut this.